0: Welcome along. Now, we are bringing to you an NRL finals special. We're going to be covering um, all of the NRL finals games right up until the very grand final. So, we're going to be doing that pretty much uh, every Sunday here for you on our full-time podcast. Right. Let's get straight into it. Of course, we'll start off with um, the first game there, Reno. How did that game go? I know for sure that it didn't go um, uh, too great, eh, hey, bro?
1: No, well, if you want to go back to the first game of the finals, I think we briefly touched on that yesterday. The Roosters were too good for the Rabbits. Uh, obviously, they just showed they're too classy there. Then you moved to last night, mate. Uh, it was a couple of big games. Uh, we had the Raiders up against the Storm, much-favoured Storm, but also yes. we had the uh, Sharkies up against uh, Manly. Uh, the results were... Not many would have picked it, unless you staunch fans. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders upset the Storm, and the, um, the only team uh, sent Paul Gallen
0: home into retirement. Indeed, they did. So, what happened, JT? What happened with our Storm? Um, um, with, the, with the Storm um, yesterday, bro? Well,
2: let me, let me start by saying there was some fireworks before the kick-off. With uh, as the players are running out onto the field, and have the fireworks going off, and poor old. Joey Leilua, who I'm not a big mm. fan of, copped, a bit of, mm. copped some shrap- shrapnel in the eye, a bit of a war wound. So he was uh, he caused a bit of controversy in regards to whether it was a free interchange or one they had to to use up. So he ended up having to use an interchange to get him off. So young Bailey Simonson, son of uh, former Waikato and Marty Hall, Blake Paul Simonson, came on and scored a try in the first uh, couple of minutes of the play. So that sort of set the scene for what was about to unfold. Canberra definitely dominated the first half and... Uh, Melbourne just sort of struggled for position, struggled for field position and just, you know, clinging on by the skin of their teeth. And in the second half, they came out guns firing and jumped out to a bit of a lead but just weren't quite uh, good enough or clinical enough. They weren't Melbourne enough, in fact, I think, to uh, to put the Raiders away in a, in a great last-minute play uh, by that man, Joey Lelewa, ran across the field, skipped across outside a couple of defenders and turned the ball back into um, uh, that the Englishman John Bateman scored under the posts. Mm-hmm. Kick over, game over.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and that's all she wrote for that particular game. Um, now, Reno, what, what did you reckon of that game, bro? Yeah, exactly the same.
1: Look, if you had ball in hand, look, Josh car the uh, play that JT talks about, if he just held on to the ball, it pops out and, uh, like you said, Lua runs across, flicks the ball back inside. She's pretty well over, gets the kick, and that's it. 12-10, result a final result, and... You know, the Storm fans are lucky. They are a franchise minor premiers this year. get to uh, live another day. But uh, the Raiders, mate, this Raiders team, I was watching a good interview prior to that with Glenn Lazarus, who had been there since 1989 and had some good times here with the Raiders. Uh, He's there working as the ambassador now. Uh, Went through with the Broncos as well, spent some time there, another premiership there. And then also uh, up to the Storm, another premiership there as well. So uh, it was good to hear him talk about the uh, one of the legends of the games and talk about that. But no, nah, a good game, mate. Eh? Good on the Raiders, eh?
0: Um, you were saying that before, though, uh, that uh, some some of the um, refereeing calls didn't quite go the the, the uh, Melbourne Stormway, though, though, Arena. Eh, yeah, it could have been one of those
1: controversial ones with the touchy and so forth and so forth. But uh, the rest will be the rest at the end of the day, and they could either make or break uh, one of the final games and. Everyone talks it up at the moment, but the result will stand. You could go on about the referee or even the touchy, but 12-10 as a result, um, Storm are a champion t- team, and they'll bounce back next week.
0: Craig Bellamy obviously won't be uh, all too happy um, w- with his play as a uh, JT.
2: No, I watched a bit of the press conference, and he said the, the lack of intensity in that first. half uh, certainly came back to bite them on the backside. Uh, so look, he, he's you know he, he's professional enough. They'll, they'll have another shot next week against either Parramatta or Brisbane. Yeah. i uh, I'm hoping it's Brisbane because then the game will be up here in, in Brisbane, so I'll get a chance to go along. But you know, a tough one awaits the winner of that one too. They've got to play the Roosters in a preliminary final, whereas the Raiders now await the winner of Manly and uh South Sydney. So look look, yeah, you know, it was Reno touched on that controversial touch judge decision. I don't think that was that cost us the game. That was you know, one of those things that you know either you get, you get or you don't. Certainly it was the wrong decision, but I'm not gonna say it was it cost us the game. There right. was, we had our chances right throughout that whole game and just couldn't put the icing on the cake. Both both sides, their calls go against them, and I've read lots of stuff on social media. You know, Storm fans in particular blaming that decision. But look, if you're not good enough to win a game, and one decision goes against you, then you're not. You shouldn't win in the first place. So yeah, no, 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 just no, no. Um, no hard feelings towards the Raiders. They're a great side. The three Englishmen, Bateman, um, uh, John Bateman, the hooker Hodgson, and the other uh, other second row, I can't think of his name at the moment. They, they're in good form. Uh, Jared Croker's inspirational the centre and and is the captain of the side. Um, Mate, young fella's chance, Nicol Klopstad, he had a good go last night. and Right across the board, and the old man at the middle, Josh Papali, he was solid again as usual. Look, They'll go a long way to, uh, I think they'll get into the grand final. They've got the easy side of the draw. They've only got to beat either South Sydney or Manly, so I think they can lock in one spot. Whereas from my side, we've got to go across the other side of the draw, like I say, beat either... Brisbane mm, or Parramatta, mm. depending on today's result, and then play the Roosters in a preliminary final. So a tough side of the draw for our boys. But the good thing is, like Reno said, we've got another life. So uh, bring on next week. Absolutely.
0: You're obviously very happy that the um um that Paul Gallen you get to see the back of Paul Gallen uh, last night there. A um JT.
2: Oh mate, it's, it's sort of tempered the the loss a little bit. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure all the New South Wales and Cronulla fans will miss him running the ball up on the second play and again on the final play. Just just a total ball hog. But in saying that, mate, one of the toughest guys to ever play the game, you know, 348 first-grade yep. games, almost a 20-year career or something. And old peptide Paul, no, he'd be certainly
0: uh, either missed or, you know, like me. Yeah, see you later, mate. <laughs> uh, well, what did, what do you reckon about that game there, uh Reno?
1: Yeah, well, I didn't see that result coming, mate, and I thought mainly we'd mm. done with us with a couple of the key marquee players out, and we touched on this yesterday, and I thought it was all going to be the Sharkies, especially for Gallon and his retirement, but, hey, the, uh, the Eagles, we talked about them weeks ago. They could be that team to watch out for, and they'll come through for old Dizzy and the boys, and, mate, they live another week. Old um, Paul, he's going to be uh, spending quality whānau no time, most probably, and just reflecting on the great career he's done. Um, so, yeah... Three hundred forty games came to an end, and he will be floating around more so in the media world, I would guess.
0: You obviously surprised too, I suppose, with the with that final result there, um, JT.
2: Yeah, totally. Like we going to see, we talked about it on yesterday's show, and you know some big names are out for the um, for Manly, yeah. namely Tom Djurbovic, Martin Topot and. Uh, Curtis Seren, and so, look, they brought in some young fellows to fill in the breaches, and look, I must have taken my hat off to Adam for Noah Blake yesterday. He was strong up the middle, uh, got a couple of quick plays for the for the first try, and then in the second half just busted through the guts of their forward pack and scored the, scored one himself. So, yeah, look, Happy uh, Kaurasau on the back of that. Reuben Garrick's kicking was, was, you know, sublime, four out of five. And poor old Cronulla just had no answers. Sean Johnson... I think he must have had a Warriors jersey on underneath the Sharks one. Because he... <laughs> <laughs> he brought that sort of form to the table, but yeah, look, I think Quinella looked a bit shell shocked by the early result. Uh, early onslaught from Manly and, and Manly yep. just
0: too good. Yeah, they they did seem a bit uh, too good, there. And, and you are right. You know, one of the things that um, uh, we, I think, Warriors fans have always known was the consistency of Sean Johnson, eh, uh, Reno.
1: Yeah, totally, mate. We expected so much uh, from this young kid, especially when he came through the younger ranks and then got into the uh, first grade team. And week in and week out, pretty tough to do. And uh, he can be sublime. He showed it with some of his early form at the Sharkies. And uh, just one doesn't wasn't one of those days uh, he could hopefully turn around and do again. You touch on the Warriors, mate. Uh, the NRLW got underway, yes. the season opener, and the uh, Warrior Girls under Georgie Hale as a uh, captain for the team. Uh, all these teams in this competition, a lot of deputants, all the youngsters coming through. But the uh, Warriors uh, girls had a good win against the Roosters at uh, Amy Park, uh, the much-favoured Roosters, by the way, because last year in the inaugural year, they were the hot favourite. But a uh, 16-12 win, a hard sport win, a win for the uh, Warriors girls, and good on them.
0: Uh, yes, uh, great to see them getting their um, season underway. Uh, of course, um They've got another game, we've got another game, uh, the the uh, is it the Broncos, they go up against the Dragons um, later on today, eh, Reno?
1: Yeah, totally, Broncos, uh, you know, classic defending champs, much favoured, I think uh, everyone talks about the Dragons as the uh, tend to knock over for the girls comp, but we'll see what happens, and so I'll be watching that later on the Savo, look forward to it. And um, yeah, just enjoying watching the uh, Warri girls and Kitty. You might be right, twenty nineteen for
0: the girls team. Indeed, indeed. Now, um, one of the things that uh, you know, especially when it comes to women's rugby league, are the big hits. eh, JT, there are some huge hits in the women's game, bro. eh? Yeah,
2: totally. I think maybe because a little bit slower around to play the ball, some of the forwards are a bit slower, so easier to targets. But they definitely, mate. There's no holds barred in some of these women's games, and it's it's, it's great to see. So. Yeah, bring it on, and I'm I'm totally on that Warriors bandwagon. Go the Warriors! <laughs> <laughs> Woo!
0: And of course, well, we've got uh, one more uh, NRL game, of course, uh, which happens today: the Eels against the Broncos. Um, I, I I'll be honest; I think that's going to be quite a, a a really good game. Uh, what do you guys reckon? Uh, you first there, JT. Look, I think
2: Eels Going in as favourite. Uh, they, they're
0: hard to beat at Bankwest Stadium, their new home
2: ground out there in Western Sydney, and they've I think they've only dropped two games there out of the six or mm. seven they've played. And right across the board, they've got some good strike power: Gutherson, Mike Sevo, Wanga Blake, Blake Ferguson, Mitchell Moses up front. They've got some good forwards in Palo and Yeah, Sean Lane come across from the from the Roosters. There's Manu Mo, Nathan Brown, a bit of a grub, but. In yeah, saying that, the Broncos' forward pack are, you know, no slouches with Fafita and Haas and even yeah. at Lodge is, is going all right. And Joe Afaingawi. Then, you know, out the back they've got uh, a couple of inexperienced halves. They've got Alex Green even to play out in the centres, Darius Boyd and Jake Turpin. Anthony Milford at fullback, given you know the opportunity, he can certainly open a game up. But I think Parramatta will win that one, and I think they'll win it uh, mm. in, in relative comfort. Although I'll be cheering for the Broncos because, like I said, if the Broncos win, then Melbourne plays them here in Brisbane next week, and right. I'll get the opportunity. To, nice. I'll get the opportunity, to, opportunity True. to go. So. <laughs> it's,
0: all, um, it's all about me, boys. Now, which is quite a turnaround, I, I guess, for the Eels. And um, weren't they the uh, were they at last place last year? Or they were pretty close to it. Uh, were they, uh, JT?
2: Yeah, mate. They're coming off the back of a wooden spoons, and uh, they've got their tails up too. I must say, they'll be very, very confident of winning this one. And then, mm. obviously, I think they'll be pretty confident about beating uh beating us the following if they, if they True. go that far. So, True. look, they've they've got they've, they've got some firepower out wide, no doubt about it. That Michael Seymour, he's an absolute beast, um, reminiscent of the other uh, Fiji winger they had a couple of years back, Semi Redrajah. So, yeah, I think they'll win this one. But i look, I said I'm cheering for the Broncos because it's all about me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> what do you reckon, Reno? Yeah, well, hey, you know, we talked
1: about some of the teams who thought they should have won yesterday, mm. didn't? Um, so I'll go with the Broncos. I know the much favoured uh, uh, the uh, Parramatta Eels are the favourite team, but maybe I'll go for the Broncos. Eh? So JT can sit there and roar at the game. <laughs> he'll be in he'll be loving it. And when you take a look at the class of the two teams, who will be next week, Class X. But um, yeah, both teams have got a lot to bring to it. Had an up and down seasons. So it will be a tough one. Um, Blake Ferguson, if he doesn't win, he'll most probably break down and be real emotional. Yes, as he always is. He's an emotional guy that brings so much to the game. And look, he was a former Raider, been to the Roosters, and um, he's playing in the uh, top eight now, and for the Eels. So he had to be a big one, mate. But here you go, the Bronx, saying, go to the Bronx just with JT. It's all about him.
0: <laughs> but, but as Thanks, our other mate would say, if he's not with us. Watch the space. Oh, yes, that guy that's not with us. Anyway, that pretty much ends us off here on our full-time NRL finals special. Uh, Don't forget to go on to our full-time Facebook page where you'll get to see all of our full-time episodes uh, as well as uh, the latest ones. And, And you'll also get to see some of the places where you can go on to where you can actually listen in to or subscribe to our podcasts. So that is us. Uh, thanks very much, uh, Reno, for joining us once again this weekend. Look forward to catching up with you, what, uh, on Wednesday, eh, bro?
1: Yeah, look forward to it, mate. Always a pleasure to catch up and talk with you guys, uh, especially when it comes to the NRL finals. Love it, mate. And uh, everyone else, enjoy the rest of your weekend.
0: JT, it's always a pleasure to be able to catch up with you, bro. You have a, you have a great week, eh?
2: Yeah, thanks, boys. Hopefully you can catch you on Wednesday afternoon as well. And uh, talk about some fireworks. Go, Joey Leilua. <laughs>